Hey, this is It's All Downhill, and I'm Christy Brandon. Today I'm talking to Lucy Tullifson. Lucy is another Seattle comedian. She's one of the funniest stand-ups I know, and she just started co-hosting a new podcast called Mind the Gap. You can follow her at Lucy T Comedy on both Instagram and Twitter to find out what she's up to. I'll put all this in the show notes. Just enjoy the interview. Okay, I'm ready. How are you? I miss you. Yeah, I miss you too. It's good to like talk to you and stuff. I know. I was uh, I was so excited that I was going to get hang out with you in April and then uh, there was a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm like so sad about that because I've actually gotten into three festivals this year that have all been canceled. Really? Yeah. Was it all I'm like, oh, I'm finally spring? getting into festivals and then they all get canceled. <laughs> suck I I feel like that is happening for everybody like stuff starting to pick up and like (laughs) yeah now Um, it's just yeah there was an Alaska one and I was supposed to be in Florida this weekend oh my god oh that would have been so fun and then uh Denver in July that got canceled too so there are some that are supposed to happen in September and like October so I'm hoping stuff is like a little bit better by then maybe yeah I uh I remember when it first got canceled the Alaska one was like we don't know what's gonna happen but maybe the headliner guy will come in November or something and I was like one I'm not gonna hold my breath and two I'm not gonna be like you know it's a great place to be in in November Alaska (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's what I want (laughs) like April it's nice there from what I've heard but Mm -hmm. I think like yeah the winter would not be no we'll see see what happens i did a festival in massachusetts in january like last year and i got stuck there i got snowed in my flight was canceled so i was there for like an extra two days that's my biggest fear i don't i don't mind um like places that are fun or places that have stuff to do when you get stuck there but like even it like when i would fly home to indiana for winter time I pretty much always got stuck. So yeah. now I'm like, no, no way am well, I staying an extra week in my childhood home. I just don't right. go places that snow during the winter. And like the thing about being stuck is like, it was my first time in Boston, but it's too cold to like explore it. Yeah, that sucks. So it's like, what's the point? But yeah, everyone is always like, why don't you come home for Christmas? And I'm like, you're not <laughs> going to I... give me anything. And it's December in Wisconsin. Like, why would I come home for that? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, maybe maybe early summer in Wisconsin, because there's, it's, I feel like it's too cold there to get, like, really buggy. But besides that, mm, It does. Away. No, we get a lot of bugs. Get a lot of bugs. Damn. Yeah. Well, never mind. It. Never go back. <laughs> We'll see. I might not be able to ever go back. Hmm. Oh, that's true. We're all stuck where we're at forever. Yeah. Speaking of which, when did, did when did you move to Seattle? I moved to Seattle the end of August 2016. That's pretty good. Yeah. So almost four years. Were you doing stand up before that in Wisconsin too? Yeah, I was doing. I officially started doing it like. January 2016 but I had been like hanging out and like wanting to try it for like a long time yeah like I had jokes I was just like scared so I I feel like everybody I talk to we all have some version of that where it's like either you were hanging out or it's like "Mm, I did improv for a little bit but I just really wanted to do like that kind of stuff right 
So you did it a little bit and then you decide, why do you decide to move? Um, well, I had always like wanted to move there and like my mom had always wanted to move there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I visited Seattle like in August, 2015, actually with my aunt because we have some family out here and, um, and I thought it was like really cool. And then the following year, there was just like a lot of stuff going on and I just felt like I had to get out of my hometown, you know? So I was yeah. like, Seattle. <laughs> like, <that's just laughs> you were like, I've you know what? I like this place. It's fine. Yeah. Let's go. I've always been like, you know, one day I'll go to the West Coast kind of thing. I feel like a lot of artists and stuff are like that. So yeah, that's true. I always, I always thought that too. I was like, I feel maybe that's a Midwestern thing too, a little bit. Like yeah. just because I feel like going to the East Coast is like you've driven to Florida or something with the family, but going to the West Coast is like one day I'm gonna be a cowboy and make all my artistic dreams come true <laughs> yeah, out west, the <laughs> out in the wild west. west. Yeah, <laughs> we like expect there to be an Oregon Trail or something, right? Because like I did, a lot of people did ask me like why I didn't move just down to like Chicago because it's a lot closer. But I like mm -hmm. hate Chicago. So. Okay, obviously, I think some people don't think this that I tell this to, but I think Chicago is very divisive. That you either love it or you hate it. Yeah, and I also hate Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I have driven through it, so that's an, one reason enough to hate it. But I got lots of reasons. But that's it's enough. just. Yeah. And I wanted to like actually get away. Like being t an hour and a half, two hours away from my hometown isn't like really. Yeah. That's true. I think that's also part of it. Like I just, I, I really didn't want to live anywhere in the Midwest for a while. So even though Chicago is a city, it's like, mm, yeah, okay. It still has like Midwestern culture and mm -hmm. that kind of thing going on. And, like, all the people that, um, all the people from, like, high school and college that you grow up with in the Midwest that are actually, like, doing well and have fancy jobs, they they just went to Chicago. Right. Yeah. I feel like, like that's... you're still going to run into people. But I yeah. run into people from high school in Seattle, so... <laughs> really? Yeah. How? Did um, they move out there for... Yeah. One of my friends from high school lives out here, and, like, we ran into each other at the Packer Bar one day. <laughs> Like, I was, like, petting her friend's dog, and she was like, wait, Lucy? I was like, yeah, hey. <gasps> oh, my so, god! Yeah, I run into her, and then I feel like there's, like, a couple people I went to school with that live out here, like, Tacoma or something. But. Wow. There are a lot of engineering jobs. Yeah. So, I guess that's Lots those practical Midwesterners going, going to work for Boeing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. So, like... I don't know. Tell me about that, like, uh, like adjusting to Seattle and then like now, like from when you first started to where you're at kind of now, I know that we talked about like all your, your festivals and stuff, but like, just kind of take me through like what you're doing and where you're going. <laughs> um, well, starting with like when I got here, I guess, or mm -hmm. yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. So like when I first moved, I was like, I was in like a really like dark place I guess like really depressed about a lot of things like that had gone on in my mm -hmm. hometown like one reason I wanted to leave and so like I think moving was a big step in like my healing process from that and stuff but after a while living here you know I realized that it's like 
still me that needs to do some change it like you know it's like oh it's not like I couldn't blame it on like my hometown anymore so I had to like actually kind of grow up and own up to some behaviors so I think like help like moving really helped me uh grow and like mature in that sense and uh and I think um like the comedy scene here too has helped me grow a lot with comedy just because a lot of people are really supportive and some people aren't but a lot of, a lot of people are and <laughs> like it's Marianne. a good place to like learn uh from other I feel like there's a lot of good like mentors in the scene that um you know can help you like point out joke mm-hmm. tags and stuff like that so I feel like um I've grown a lot as a person and a comedian like living in Seattle yeah I do you think that you're going to be there like for the foreseeable future or is there like a next step that you're going to move to well I kind of I don't know my <laughs> and it's hard to answer that forever. now like now <laughs> yeah, that we like now like what's the future even gonna hold but I mean, if you had asked me a year ago what I'd be doing now it wouldn't be living in my house for like not going outside for three months yeah um, exactly <laughs> I think I do like it here I don't know since I'm in a relationship it's kind of like hard to be like just like up and move because yeah. I have to you know he has to want to move too I think if I had to pick between like LA or New York, I'd want to go to New York. I could um, see that. No offense, but <laughs> I understand. I think the hot weather and that day that I was down there with you, that it was like 110. I was just like, I'm dead. I don't want to be <laughs> down here anymore. You're like, uh, yeah, but I get I it. I get it's hot I in New York as a, too, but a more like place with a winter type of person. If you had to pick, just because. Yeah. I get those vibes from you. I think, well, it's easier to like put clothes on than to like rip off your skin when you're hot, you know? So when you're cold, you can just put on a sweatshirt and I have like tons of sweatshirts. Oh my God. I've never thought of it that way. I've always, I'm always (laughs) like a hot weather person because I'm like, it's really easy to just wear less clothes, but at a certain point you can't put on, you can't keep putting on layers. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's so hot. I mean, it doesn't get humid here, but, like, back home in the Midwest, it it gets really humid, and you just want to, like, lay naked in front of an air conditioner. Like, there's nothing else you (laughs) can do. That's all you can do. And I just hate that. I hate that. (laughs) But when it's cold, you can, like, bundle up and cuddle and drink hot chocolate and cute stuff, so. That's true. (laughs) I'm a big fan. I was going to say, though, Seattle, I think, also is a good location, like, because it's easy to, it's easy for me to, like, visit Portland or LA or, like, San Francisco, because it's, like, short, they're short flights. I mean, it's, like, an and hour cheap. and a half. Yeah. So, yeah. I like Seattle as, like, a good, like, uh, place to be based from, but I want to, like, be traveling a lot. I think yeah. that's like what I more want to do. I feel like Seattle to me, after talking to some people from other scenes, like I feel like Seattle is like the West Coast version of Boston, where it's like it's not a huge city, but it's a good city for comedy. And it's got like a bunch of other cities that you can drive to like real quick, like really within distance, like Vancouver and Portland. Yeah, yeah. And, other stuff you can even go to Spokane if you want 
Although Boston's I think probably better in terms Boston, of that though, because Boston's like probably New better, but East Coast in general has like so many yeah, more big cities. But I just feel like LA is so isolated, but also LA is its own giant thing. Yeah, it's like its own. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> just like sp- just spread out. Everything's so like spread yeah. out. It's no matter where you are, it takes twenty minutes to get there. Yeah. That's how it is. But so like, I don't know, like now that we're in a pandemic, are you doing anything different? Are you, or like, are you focusing on other stuff that's not stand-up comedy or are you just like writing a lot? Um, I've tried to write a little bit, but it's been hard to not have like a testing. I haven't done any like online mics really. Um, yeah. So it's been hard to not have like a testing ground. So I'm like, is this funny? I don't know. Like, <laughs> There's no way to it. tell text it to a friend or something and be like is this a good premise I did do a show last night that was like a zoom show Ooh, how do you feel about that um it went better than I expected I -hmm. did get laughs and stuff so that was kind of nice I was expecting it to be just like dead air zoom like show (laughs) I don't know but it was better than I thought yeah even my dad was there oh that's (laughs) cool uh, yeah so it was fine, but it's still, like, a weird format because, like, I don't know. I, I sat down for it. I don't have, like, a microphone or yeah. anything, so it's just, like, I don't How know. was your timing for that kind of a thing? It's It was weird. It was definitely off. I yeah. definitely felt like I wasn't doing my best delivery or anything just because it's, like, I don't it's know. like I'm these are the jokes I normally tell. You Here jokes. you go. Yeah. yeah, like, a weird, like, private, like thing like here's my jokes <laughs> yeah. cool. thank you uh gosh that's so weird do you like I think of you as as someone who's like really invested in stand-up comedy like if you are gonna do a thing like that's the thing that you're you're basically putting all of your effort into but do you do other stuff that we just don't um, talk about because I feel like every time <laughs> I've asked this question to people especially people that I'm like I know you from stand-up but like do you do anything else they're like oh yeah I stand-up's not even my main thing I uh play video games a lot I feel like that's the only other thing I do and watch sports you ever uh do you ever do like twitch streaming stuff no I've thought about it you need like special camera stuff for it though so it's like harder expensive yeah yeah and I I just play Animal Crossing I don't know who wants to watch me decorate my island for (laughs) hours but (laughs) I bet someone would like someone out there absolutely do you know Jim Weber um I don't know if we've met in person but online ish he started streaming him playing Stardew Valley on oh that's a good one yeah it's cute (laughs) does he like talk all the way through it I feel like that's like I, I can't uh, I can't sustain that kind of a thing where people just like chit chat while they're playing. Yeah, I feel like if I did it and I was like talking, it would just be me like getting mad at the game. Like I just <laughs> be like oh fuck, you know like. So I don't know. I mean, it's entertaining, I guess, but I wouldn't be saying anything that great about the game. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like it's a that's like a whole different personality. Like it's a whole different style of performance even then yeah stand-up is very pre-planned which is very like it's good if you're like a good writer and not just someone who's like can say funny things that, about video games right that's cool did you um 
I saw something online that was like they had an open mic inside of the Animal Crossing game. Oh, I set up like a I set up a little comedy club. On I thought you island. did one of those too. And I tried to get people to come out for it, but we just uh hung out on the island. But people would go up to the mic and like say a one liner. <laughs> so That's most cute. Of my, most of my friends in the game are comics too. So Aww. it's like I feel like a lot of them built a little club, but mine was the best. I even found like brick wallpaper for like, the background <laughs> and <laughs> It was perfect. I love that. That's yeah. amazing. What are you going to do? Are you going to do uh, like shows when this all kind of blows over or are you now are you thinking like you're going to start doing other stuff? Uh, no, I'm definitely like going to keep doing comedy. Like I'm really excited for when fin- like it finally comes back. I don't know if it's going to be like sooner rather than later because I know there's like some places can open at like 25% capacity soon, mm-hmm. possibly in like a couple weeks. That'll be so nice. I don't know if that means like comedy clubs can like sit people like limited seating or something and we could start doing stuff again. But then it's still like you're sharing a mic with five to 25 people. So yeah, you have to like start bringing like Lysol wipes, but there's it's no just Lysol crazy. wipes. <laughs> I've never thought about it before. How many like, I feel like this is turning everyone into like germaphobes now because we're like, wow, it's on everything. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh my God. Lucy, I used to be one of those comics that rested the mic on their lower like chin lip area. Uh. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I'm a goner. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I have to like, I have to practice ahead of time so that I don't have that disgusting habit anymore. Um, Right before like everything shut down, I went to karaoke twice, which was bad. I know, (laughs) but I still went, but they had uh, wipes next to like, because you know, you walk up, grab the microphone. Yeah. They had like wipes next to it for you to wipe down the microphone. And that's nice. So they could do that for open mics. I don't know. I think some of those things are not going to go away probably for a, for a while or forever. Yeah. Some of the things it's for the better though. Some yeah. of the changes hopefully they stick. But. Plus like I just kind of feel like what like what's next? Like maybe it's not this disease, but we'll probably be stuck inside for a pandemic for a different disease or for like a a super bug or something an yeah. antibiotic resistant bacteria of some kind. The world just like slowly starts to end more and more. So yeah. Like, why go outside? I don't know. Safer it's fine. in here. It's fine. <laughs> you know. Yeah. How does it feel to be someone whose like main goal in life is to do an artistic pursuit while you're just like sort of coping with living on a dying planet? It's, uh, I feel like for me, it's like, I don't know. I go back and forth especially because I feel like I haven't been super productive during this time. Yeah. And like, I don't know, which I think is like fine. This is like stressful kind of crazy time. Like I don't need to be making 30 jokes every day. Um, But I, I have also like taken the time to like try to get into better writing habits. Mm-hmm. So like uh, one thing, like I'm taking like a, online class on the sec through second city that's like uh writing for late night oh that's cool so i've been watching the news every day and just like writing 
jokes based off headlines. So I'm like hoping that's like something that kind of sticks for me for something just mm -hmm. to like be writing. Like, I guess for me, it's like, I'm kind of a perfectionist when it comes to like my art and stuff. So like when, even when I made music, like my songs were never like finished to me because it wasn't perfect. And I feel like I'm that way with like joke writing too. So like, I can't like sit and try to write jokes because if it's not funny right away, then it's dumb and I don't want to do it. Does that make sense? It's just like, no, I, if it's not, yeah, if I'm not I feel writing like perfect jokes and it's like, why even be writing? But really I should be, by like practicing more I think that's like an important yeah thing I do that too like I, I'm I'm very perfectionist and like usually when I write jokes it's just like I've come up with something that I already think is funny then then I tweak it so that's yeah, yeah. useful to say in front of people but I never am able to just sit down and like just sort of like throw out concepts because I'll stop myself and be like, mm, that's stupid. Why are you doing mm -hmm. this? I think the news is a good starting point for that because you have like, they'll be saying headlines and you'll be like, I don't know. For me, I always think of like sarcastic stuff to say back to like everything that's said to me. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> when I'm watching <laughs> the headlines, they'll like say something about like Trump or Pence and I'll like think of something funny because like fuck them. Mm -hmm. And so that's like a good way I think to get into like that yeah that's an easy habit. like prompt kind of a Plus thing you stay informed oh I don't know if I want that, <laughs> that is, yeah I don't know I, know, I, I was watching that. the news yesterday and I'm like none of this is funny like <laughs> I'm sad I'm not yeah I'm not strong enough <laughs> I can't I can't joke about this <laughs> I don't have the fortitude to be yeah. a topical or political comic. That's something I have to accept about myself, I think. Yeah. I think, like, you can come up. Also, it's hard, especially with stand-up, because, like, you can write a good topical joke, but you can tell it for, like, a week. Yeah. Or two weeks, depending on the subject. But, like, after a while, you can't, like, do that joke anymore. Then so. it's just, like, everybody knows it's boring. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that too. I um, so like, how long have you been doing comedy? By the way, I feel like so, it's like at least like five or six years, right? I guess four and a half. Also, are you going to count this year? Because I I've been thinking about that when people mm. ask you, like, how long have you been doing comedy? And I never quite know what to say because I I did like other kinds of comedy and a little bit of stand-up before too yeah but now like I extra don't know what to say because it's like do I count 2020 when I basically haven't done anything. haven't done anything I've written three good tweets yeah does this count so. against me actually actively because <laughs> yeah. I'm just <laughs> I'm getting worse over time right that's like, what I worry about I see for every pandemic who... deduct a year that's the rule now all the people that aren't that good are the ones doing all those virtual mics and like slowly getting better than us because we're not doing anything. <laughs> no, that's not true. They're going to suck. <laughs> that's not true. They'll never get better. Yeah. No. Not on Zoom. So funny. <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, yeah. I so though, I don't know. I think it depends on who I'm talking to because it's a more impressive how long I've been doing it or more impressive how good I am in a shorter amount of time than I would decide if I count this year. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that too. That's kind of how I do it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or it's like, are you asking because you're a dude and you want to gauge how much shitty advice that you can give to me in an effort to try to sleep with me? Or are you saying it because you're genuinely interested in how long I've been doing it? I doubt it's the second one. (laughs) Statistically, (laughs) yeah, you're right. (laughs) So then I always say, I always overestimate. I'm always like, you know, like five or ten years. Yeah, since I was born. Since I was born. <laughs> or was sometimes I'm just really like, well, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I came out, came out of the womb with a brick wall. It was really uncomfortable for my mom. <laughs> What's the deal with this birth canal? Yeah, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> yeah I don't know. I don't know um, what a baby would joke about. Well, you know, you're, you're a baby, so I get it. <laughs> baby humor. Uh... I forget where I was going with that. I don't know. I like, I, we're kind of on pause right now, but like, how do you feel like about kind of the progress that you're making and like where it was leading you before the pandemic? Cause I'm sure you'll pick up where it left off. Yeah. Soon. I feel like I was going in like a good direction and like I started the year off with like a lot of book shows mm-hmm. and stuff and like festival acceptance emails and so, like, I felt like I was going in, like, a, a good direction, especially, like, last year. I feel like I started to really focus more on comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. So, it kind of sucks to have it be, like, you know, like, I'm running toward, you know, going for it, and then all of a sudden hit, like, a cliff or something, and which you have no control have to, over. <laughs> yeah, have to take take it slow for a little bit, but yeah, I think but, you they're know. you know could keep <laughs> writing and stuff. That's good. I feel like when you like when everything goes back to normal, or like before that, even were you focusing more on like trying to get booked and trying to go like on tour and stuff like that, or were you still? I when I left Seattle, I think you were like producing a lot of stuff. Yeah, so still I doing that. Yeah, I was, um, and then, like, the stuff I was producing, we, like, decided to, like, stop, but I was, like, fine with, because I was, like, well, that frees up, because I was hosting a mic every Wednesday, mm-hmm. like, a show or two, like, a month and stuff like that, so it's, like, it's not, like, a lot of work, but, you know, since I have to host my own mic, I can't do the other ones, mm-hmm. and, like, that kind of thing. So it was nice that we were kind of like done with that and then we get to do all their stuff. And then um, since I had some festivals lined up, I was planning to kind of do like a mini tour. So it sucks that I can't do that because I love traveling. Like that's like my favorite part of comedy is getting to like go places that and having a reason to and having mm-hmm. like something automatically to do when I get there other than just like be a tourist. So. Yeah, I feel it that way too. That I don't get to do that because I was planning to go all over. We were going to go to Alaska. But yeah, Florida, Denver. Damn, dude. I also, I also collect magnets from everywhere I go. So I'm like, how's my magnet collection going to grow <laughs> now? Can't it's get just, any magnets. It's stuck there. <laughs> yeah. That's just what it is now. It's so sad. That's so sad. So would you like, um, like if you're – if your, like, end goal is, like, would it be, like, touring and stuff? 
or yeah. would you rather be somebody that's like I don't know I don't know what else you do when you're a comic to make money to be honest with you I guess like write for shows and stuff mm-hmm. I, um mainly just like being able to have comedy be like my only source of income like not have to have a day job yeah that'd be awesome pretty much my goal like whether that's like gonna be touring a lot or like writing for somewhere or like you know a mix on something but yeah yeah, just like to be able to live off comedy and not have to serve people food or (laughs) dishes or anything anymore would be great (laughs) yeah that's the dream that's the idea yeah it's uh I feel like it's like it's so hard to do that and it's also like sometimes it seems like it's so easy to do that like you just have to like do it long enough and yeah go I feel like there's a lot it's not that black and white yeah like there's so much like who you know and who wants to fuck you and like stuff like that so it's really which I I'm gonna try (laughs) I'm gonna try and that best. reminds me of one of one of my favorite jokes that you have is just like uh about about gaining weight so you're like should I get fatter so I could do fat jokes or or skinnier so I can be successful yeah <laughs> yeah I love that joke it's one of my favorites I feel like I think that one's so stuck in my head because I think that's one of the first that I heard that you did and I just it was so funny to me that I was like yeah. <laughs> well you know it's like not to like be like you know I'm not usually very like I'm the best but I do think it's a good joke just because it's like true I don't Mm -hmm. know there like obviously there's people who of all sizes that have been more successful recently but it's still something that's pretty that I feel still it's definitely a thing that people still have to worry about yeah yeah well yeah I mean it, it wouldn't be funny if it wasn't as true as it is like just as like innately true yes yeah that's funny the truth is always funnier I try not to make stuff up for jokes I don't Mm -hmm. know I'm sure we've talked about that but yeah probably well yeah we'll tell the podcast why not okay well I do uh I just feel like because I've I've heard people like make up that they have a sibling or something just for a joke that's insane yeah it's like that's not truthful and like at a certain point like the audience knows like the audience can tell when you're being like vulnerable and truthful and they like that way more Mm -hmm. and like if you're pulling stories from like your own life like they're not it's harder for that to be like a joke someone else wrote yeah no one can steal that from you if it happened to you yeah exactly so that's why I think it's just better I think that too. And also like for me personally, I'm not a good liar. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's just not convincing. Like they just know that I'm lying to them. Like even if yeah. I'm not straight up lying and I'm just like, mm, I don't want to tell the whole truth about this, but the whole truth is what's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I feel like anytime I've tried, I've been like, I just like, can't be like, I'm sorry guys. I didn't mean to lie to you. You know? <laughs> what's the what's the biggest lie that you've told to like try and make a joke work um I have a joke that's like I got a new vibrator recently but I never know when I'm supposed to be done masturbating because it never comes (laughs) Um, but I don't have a vibrator 
<laughs> yeah. So I think that's the only joke that's a lie. <clears throat> that's not too no, bad. And that was one like of my best jokes. That's just like a one-liner. <clears throat> it was actually about a guy that I was sleeping with that never came. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's way funnier. And I wrote it during, like, you know, during. Mm-hmm. It. <laughs> He's like, "What are you doing?" Oh, you'll hear it at the next open mic. Don't worry. You'll you'll know. Yeah. <laughs> That's mm, chef kiss. All of yeah. that way better than the original joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should add that as like a tag. <laughs> I don't have a vibrator. It's just about a real person. It was about a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, that's so true. I uh I think I early on I had a joke that I made like a vague statement about just like men's fashion in general applying to like um basically everyone my age now dresses the way that my dad has always dressed for his whole life. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was so it was kind of like a daddy issues joke, but it was actually a joke about a specific guy, just like yours. And it got way funnier when I just admitted that part. <laughs> Did he know about it? Did he hear the joke? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Because that's God. always like interesting. Yeah. Because the guy <laughs> would like tell people, he'd be like, yeah, that vibrator joke, that's about me. Like, I don't know that you should be telling, like, bragging. Really? Whatever. <laughs> that's that's amazing I do you tell do you tell jokes about your boyfriend now um I have like one or two but I guess he's not that funny I don't know (laughs) I was uh I'm seeing a guy now that I I don't have many problems with and I was realizing like it's not funny yeah like, it's not funny to be like, I have a healthy relationship with boundaries. and Right, can- exactly. That's what, I, that's what I mean. Hang yeah. out and like each other. It's fine. <laughs> the, the most I have is about how he likes cast iron pans, and that's fine with me because I'm pansexual. Like, that's all I've come up with. <laughs> so I try to just write about other stuff. That's adorable. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, there's a, there's a lot that isn't about being in a relationship to write about yeah yeah and I think once I like because there's that whole thing that it's like you should write what you know and I feel like once I started to like think with that mindset I started to write more jokes like more often Mm -hmm. because like I'm really into sports and I never really wrote a lot of sports jokes before but when I opened that door for myself like I had like a new 10 minute bit about sports so yeah when you love sports I'm surprised that you never talked about them till recently yeah I would have I would do some or like I would allude to them in other jokes but yeah so it was like once I started to be like no I can write jokes about this stuff sometimes it's hard because I feel like a lot of people in Seattle aren't sports fans or if they are it's like different teams Mm -hmm. but I try to make it so people who aren't even into sports still get the joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hard. I feel like Seattle's a unique scene for that kind of stuff because I feel like they do get a lot of like really like nerdy or like video game jokes yeah. more than you can expect. Or like literature jokes or... Yeah. But then like, again, yeah, you can't do like sports jokes. But yeah. <laughs> we're, 
What's a sport? I don't know what that is. I program for a living. <laughs> yes. That's what all of Seattle says. <laughs> okay, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on whatever podcasting service you use so you don't miss the next episode. I update every Wednesday. Follow me on social media at Downhill Pod. Or if you want to email me, maybe you have comments, maybe you want to be on the podcast, send an email to alldownhillpodcast at gmail.com. This will all be in the show notes. Make sure to follow Lucy at Lucy T Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. And like and subscribe her new podcast called Mind the Gap. It's on Facebook and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Love you. Bye.